very excited to talk to the legendary saxophonist, Boney James. You can catch him at Coco Booth Amphitheater in Cary, August 11th. Hey, it's Boney. Hi, Boney. How are you? Doing good. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. Listen, Boney, right off the bat, let's just get this out of the way because a lot of people want to know where you got your nickname. I'm sure you've told the story a million times. What's the deal? What's the deal? <laughs> Back in 1986, I was touring as a member of Randy Crawford's band, the singer from uh, Street Life fame. And she was really popular in Scandinavia at the time. So we would go over to, you know, Norway and Sweden and Denmark for months at a time. And and uh, everything cost a fortune over there. And I probably weighed like 40 pounds less than I do now already. And uh, I but I said to the guys in the band, oh, I just won't eat for the next couple of days. Everything costs too much. Just making a joke. And they said, oh, man, you'll get all skinny. We'll have to start calling you Boney James or something. <laughs> and I said, please don't call me Boney James. And of course, that's how you get a nickname, you know, just to mess with me. They kept calling me that, and it just kind of caught on. It was the weirdest thing. And Yeah, and I'm here you are. Not be Pudgy James now. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. So you were eight years old when you started to play clarinet, and a couple of years later, you turned to sax, and that was that. Did you actually learn to play by listening to records? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, as soon as I picked up the instrument, it became my favorite thing to do. And I used to jam to records all the time. That's pretty much how I learned how to play, you know, was playing along with records. And I got into garage bands and uh, dance bands in, in high school and uh, and all like that. So, I mean, you know, back in the day, um, I used to love just R&B music. I mean, Stevie Wonder was my favorite artist. Earth, Wind and Fire had a huge influence on me. And then I heard... Grover Washington Jr. in about 1975, and he was combining the saxophone I loved with the R&B music I loved, and so that kind of set me on the path that I'm sort of still on today. Do you remember the very first record that you bought? I think the first record I bought with my own money was a um, Return to Forever, Chick Corea and Return to Forever. Nice. (laughs) Yes, 70, oh my God, early 70s around, you know, I mean, the fusion was was really hot back then, and um, and I liked that music as well. Yeah, because you actually, didn't you play in a fusion band when you were like yeah. a teen, 14 or something? Yeah, no, from about the time I was 15 till about the time I was 23, I was in this band called Line One, and it was kind of a fusion band. You know, we were influenced by people like, you know, Weather Report and... and um, and stuff like that. And then we also, you know, started to try and become a pop band. But we were trying to get a record deal. I mean, that band was the center of my life for many, many, many years. Wow, yeah. So I, I remember reading you opened up for people like Flora Purim and the Yellow Jackets. Yeah. So, yeah. But in the meantime, you got a degree in history from UCLA. <laughs> uh, you know, I had no real direction at that point. I mean, I just find history interesting. I still do. I like to read history and biographies and historical novels and things like that. And so I just was, what am I going to study? And I thought at that point, maybe I would be going to law school at some point. And so history was often thought of as a, a good pre-law kind of subject. And um, But I, I realized in my, you know, sophomore year in college that I really wanted to be a musician. And that, uh, But I, I went ahead and finished my degree anyway. And so it's just collecting dust in the closet in my studio now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about your last record, um, most recent, Detour. This had such a mix of genres, I think, in it. R&B always dominates, but... 
the song Tribute, which was actually a tribute to your dad, was so interesting and eclectic. You had some jazzy pieces in there and some hip-hop riffs. Yeah, that song is a very interesting song and, and definitely one of my favorites on the record. You know, my father passed away a few months before I started working on the music, and, and that song, as it was developing, just really reminded me of him for some reason. It's It's got a very plaintive sound in the chords, and it's, the harmony is very unusual. Um, they're kind of, I would say, weird chords in a way, <laughs> but it's got the, the groove that sort of grounds it, and then the melody, I think, is very expressive. And so it's just one of those songs that, as you say, it's kind of you know, eclectic in a way, and, and I was really glad to include it on the record. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there's a song called Coastin' with Layla Hathaway that is just such a groove. I remember driving to the beach and listening to this whole record and cruising came on. I was thinking, what a perfect road tune. Yeah, well, you know, actually, this is my first time working with Layla. I mean, I've been a big fan of hers, but we she's a five-time Grammy winner, and she's always been on my list of artists that I wanted to work with, but I was never able to get her. And then somehow on this record, we were able to make contact with her, and she really responded to the music. Um, and so she wrote the lyrics and came over to my house and sort of laid it on me. And right away, I thought, that's a hit song for sure. And, and it's one of the sort of most successful sort of crossover uh, radio hits that we've had. So I'm really proud of it. Yeah, it's fantastic. And so is the, the bluesy Memphis, because I'm a blues fan uh, anyway. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to be the next uh, uh, instrumental single we're releasing in September, too. So I co-wrote that with my guitar player in my in my life, and his name is Big Mike Hart. And um, yeah, definitely feel the flavor of that one. Mm, yeah, I love the whole thing. Okay, so as a musician, I was wondering how hard it was for you during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, it was. A, I mean, a lot of people had it much worse than me. You know, a lot of people would, uh, <laughs> had terrible, you know, people were dying, first of all. So it's and then people had tremendous financial hardships. And so, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that I sort of got through it as unscathed as I did. But yeah, on a personal level, it was really difficult um, for me. Um, I went a little crazy. I think the whole planet did, you know, and um I was able to say, sort of stay connected to my fans and, and, and to my normal life by putting on these Facebook Live mini concerts I was doing once a week. I called it Solid Fridays. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was a real godsend. And uh, I don't know, but honestly, well, once we started to go back to work, um, it was a real relief to get back out there in the road. And I realized just how much I, I missed it, you know, once we started up again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And for the fans, too, I know they're very excited to see you back there on stage live. How have the shows been going on this tour? Oh, it's been so awesome. I mean, people are coming out in droves, and, and we've got more shows this year than ever before, and, and uh, we're having so much fun. I just, you know, I mean, I always loved it. I knew I loved it. It's my, still my favorite thing to do is get out there and play live. Um, but there is a little extra sort of excitement every time now, and that, that really helps us play better when the crowd is there and having a great time and just glad to be out and about. Well, tell us about your touring band, Boney. Well, there's a bunch of guys on the, in, the, in the touring band that play on the record. The drummer, Omari Williams, played all the songs on the record, and the guitar player, Big Mike Hart, that I mentioned. Uh, Jonathan Richmond is playing keyboards. He's actually from Memphis, coincidentally. And Smitty Smith is playing bass. He's uh, He's been in my band off and on since way back in the early days when I first started, like 92, 93. Um, so we just have an incredible time. We've played a bunch of shows with Layla recently, which has been nice. 
Um, so she's come out and sung the song with us. But um, on the whole, it's just an incredible crack unit, and, and we have a great time and try and bring the audience along on the ride. Well, Boney, we are all very excited about you coming to town at Coco Booth Amphitheater and Carrie, August 11th. You're going to love this venue. It is absolutely beautiful next to a lake, lots of trees and shade. Well, that sounds like our kind of place. Yeah, thanks so much for calling, Boney. I appreciate it. We'll see you at the show.